0: Fairly delayed episode went out three days ago. Um, it is the usual duo, Ethan Williams, Charlie Hamilton with you as always. We've got an action-packed show uh, today. It is November 29th. Hopefully that's the date that this, this reaches Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the various platforms. Slightly dubious, but we'll hope. Um, a bit of Christmas in the air, mate. You know, we're we're under a month away. You getting excited? How are you, you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Uh, buzzing, actually. Oh, good, mate. Really, uh, really buzzing for this episode, actually. It's Thank highly anticipated. Yeah, good. And, match, uh, mate. and it's been a, it's been a good week. So yeah. I think it's been a good week for sport. It's been a good week oh. for uh, for for controversy, for mm. arguments. Mm. And um, mate, I think I think a prime place to start, okay, would be poor old Newcastle. No, <laughs> and also poor old that bloke who's just been suspended for his next game, the uh, for the VAR. Yeah. yeah you know, well, he doesn't have much to do and he managed to suspend himself. I don't I just don't think he fancied making the trip to Rail have to be honest, mate. Probably. He not. just thought he thought he'd make a howler in the ninety-sixth minute. Yeah,
0: yeah. Smart, man. Mm. smart man. Yeah, good. Good. Do you
1: watch you watch the Champions League's games? Uh I saw I saw the highlights. <laughs>
0: yeah, good mate, yeah, standard. <laughs> yeah, <On> a busy <laughs> buckle when the game's run.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, mate. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the handball. So I've I've seen it. I've seen it a few times now, and um, mm. it it looks. I I. It's one of those things. You know, some things look worse when they slow it down. Indeed. This one actually looked better when they slowed it down. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and it's, it's. I can't believe it, but VAR saw the slowed down version and then thought, you know what, you know what, lads, big mistake here, ref. Get yeah. to the monitor. Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, bit bit of a tough result for Newcastle as a result of the handball too. That's the real stinger. You know, it's not like it was an irrelevant penalty that was awarded. Um, does does just just hurt their chances ever so slightly? But uh, you know, sometimes, mate, in life, you just have to roll with the punches. Wow! And wow. speaking of what this, an unbelievable this, segue,
1: mate. that episode, was. Dad. Oh, I mate. thought this episode, Dad, you know, you know, I, I was I was excited. Mate, no, no, no! This and is then, this is this
0: is what the fans haven't realised. We're actually going to do the segment this week. That was a wonderful segment. Uh, sorry, not segment. segue wasn't a wonderful segment. segue mm-hmm. to our segment for this week, which we both prepared enormously for. Roll with the
1: punches. And do we, and we need like an animation that we, we need like a sound, like a. Oh, I'll we need like, like a fine, sort man. of couple of punches. I'll see if push, I can punch punches mate. I'll see what I can do here, mate. I'll see what I can find.
0: Um see what I can find for a roll. Well, of... in the meantime.
1: Oh yeah, go on. In in the meantime, as we've already discussed the uh the the uh the Newcastle rolling with the punches. Indeed. Um I'm yeah. sure we'll come back to that in more detail a bit later on. But uh I think I think Reese James <laughs> you know, he's he's seriously rolling with the punches currently having not played three matches in a row since 2021 and a player of his calibre a player of his stature at Chelsea to not have played three games in a row is horrifying and the bloke's got to keep rolling <laughs> that's a matter of fact
0: I do wish we could play that clip I, I made back of saying how he needed to change his fitness up just a little bit to avoid getting injured again immediately mm. Um yeah so um, you know, it's 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 a tough one to see, but that, that's your nominee for the week.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. Very creative, uh, actually.
1: Chelsea fan nominee. Yeah, well, thanks, guys, Yeah, yeah, good mate. Well done. Thanks, mate. Well, I thought to go quality over quantity. No, no, the other way around. <laughs> so it's three days to round over. That, that over should quantity. be the
0: tagline of this podcast, mate. Quantity
1: over quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, big motto of mine actually. You know, yeah, the the more you can give, the more they forget the the poorness of the quality. Mm. But yeah, it seems like you were suggesting that Reese James got injured. Uh, He didn't, he got a red card. So, uh, cheers mate he'll get injured training for the next game, then, presumably. Yeah, he probably will, to be fair. Somehow on suspension, he'll get injured in the next match. He's probably suspended for, (laughs) yeah, literally. He is a good fan of the old training ground tweak of the muscle, isn't he, Reese James?
0: does enjoy one of those yeah yeah oh mate see, let me no, see, i'll show you what i've come up with here for, for this will be the sound of our of our show for years to come if you're a fan all right all
1: right ready Wait, should we introduce it should we introduce it before we do the
0: no, no okay uh, we'll play the sound and then everyone i know from now on that is the sound
1: can't hear it mate can't hear it <laughs> Just, just, just the deafening silence.
0: Right. Well, that sound can only mean one thing: it's time for rolling with the punches. Whee! Yeah, and we're already halfway through the segment, so it doesn't really have quite as much bite as it would have done. Yeah, yeah. um
1: yeah. Don't worry about not being able to hear mate. What yeah. I'll do, mate,
0: I'll just, I'll just edit some sound in, and then no one will notice that. Um... Ah, oh, nice. All
1: right. So you're just but... making me look stupid now.
0: It precisely. Smarter than the average bear, mate. Yeah, they're going to hear yeah. a sound and then you're going to yeah, go, can't, can't hear anything actually, mate. Yeah, it's going to sound great. Week, my nominee for this week, and, and there's really no other way I could, could go with this, mate. Um, We did mention the financial fair play situation on the show last week regarding Everton Football Club. Everyone's very outraged. Everyone's very upset, as as they probably have every right to be, quite frankly. It's it's a rather ridiculous situation that the Premier League have got themselves into deciding to suddenly ban one club when they let everyone else get away with it for so long. Um, and then you come round and get out of the international break. First weekend back, Saturday, Bournemouth win a game of football for the first time in years. And then Luton Town scrap some points at home, as I predicted they would, and they win a game. And so all of a sudden... Everton's situation goes from bad to worse. And then they pop up to to Goodison Park on Sunday. Big atmosphere. Everyone's up for the game. And Garnaccio scores possibly the best goal ever in the second minute of the game. (laughs) I I didn't didn't join those dots, actually. I mean, you really couldn't write how bad the week has been for Everton. So all I can really say in this situation is um, just roll with the punches.
1: That's all you've got to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, excellent, excellent um, nominee there from you. Mm. um a pretty obvious one actually i'm pretty gutted i didn't pick up on it yeah no we haven't really gone that far outside the box on those two to be honest with you mate no 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 but 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 isn't that just part of the whole segment really you know it's just stating the obvious joining the dots for the listeners who may not have joined the dots themselves you know i mean i don't but yes uh, i don't uh, think that has to
0: um, to be to be completely frank with you but um you know, if that's the way you interpreted it, mate, then uh, then that's that's all good. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Good mate. Good. What? Right.
1: Uh, anyway, anyway, mate, back to the nominee, which is um Everton Football Club. I I agree with you. <laughs> I think they've had a a torrid time. Um. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually clock that Garnacho's goal was against Everton. Sure. Which um. Which is really, really. I think that's gone massively under the radar, poor, poor lads. But um, yeah, quality goal, quality, quality goal from Guy, I uh, could have done it myself. I've done it a few times actually. I was going to say um, on the aspect that technique from you. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. I've, I've actually met the guy. Oh, good. Mm, good bloke, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Isn't he the guy? I, I heard. I heard he he just doesn't get picked by Argentina. Because he 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 just comes out and says Ronaldo's the goat.
0: No, I've, there's, he
1: does do that, and I'm sure it doesn't help his case.
0: For uh, right, Inter- I'm pretty
1: I'm pretty sure he just like no one likes him in Argentina or something like this, mm. and he just comes out even after Messi's on the World Cup and just go yeah Ronaldo's the goat, mate. Ronaldo's like the, the, the gate, best is... player in the world. yeah. No, not, I mean he playing obviously game. doesn't want to play for Argentina. Was he part of the World Cup winning squad? I don't think so. Uh test of knowledge there. Hopefully, we can prove you wrong. But yeah, cheers, cheers, gone Actually, um, good day out for you. And I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, who didn't have a good day out the other day? I don't know if you saw it. Was the Barnsley goalkeeper?
0: Oh yeah. No, not the Barnsley
1: goalkeeper. Oh, the, okay. the, the the Wick and Wanderers goalkeeper. Mate, beautiful little moment, actually. Okay. go on. So it's the ninety-first minute. They um, I think they're drawing. With Barnsley, good game this. Wickham Wickenby, Barnsley. Everyone was everyone was you know on the edge of their seats. Oh, obviously. I, I believe it was, I believe it was drawing in the ninety first minute, mm. and the the balls come back to the keeper, and he's uh, it's not a pass back. I think I think for some reason it's sort of been headed back or something, and it's mm. dropped to his feet, and he's doing that classic thing where he sort of hovers over it with his hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the strike comes running in, and he sort of picks it up and then dives on it. And then he drops it <laughs> and like drops it straight into the path of the striker. Oh. And the striker just slots it home oh. for a ninety-first minute winner. And then mm. the goalkeeper's throwing hands at the ref as if he's been fouled and he just hasn't <laughs> been touched. Classic goalkeeper. So, yeah. Actually, mate, the, the, yeah, I want yeah, to say
0: that the refereeing on goalkeeper, if, if I'm a goalkeeper and everything, oh. be, I'd, I'd
1: claim everything because the refereeing on them is ridiculous. It's terrible. Like there, there was a couple in the... Um, Liverpool City game when Alisson yeah, like that literally just little touches, and you, you're all, you're almost saying now that a a goalie can just drop the ball in the box, mate. I'm not like, not really that. Right?
0: I was playing in a game about what's it now? A month, just over a month ago, okay. And obviously, I'm 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 pretty tall, right? And this ball comes into the box, and I literally I knew that the goalkeeper was going to come for it, but I knew I was also like sort of in position, if you know what I mean. Because it was, it was one of those balls where it's like the first delivery's come in and it's sort of been flicked up in the air. And so I'm saying, okay, it's mm. sort of just a high ball, no, no, no real direction just coming down. I said, well, if I can hold my ground, then the keeper can't get to it. And then all of a sudden we got a bouncing ball in, in the penalty box. And I've, I've, I've stood still, haven't made a movement, but I knew exactly where he was going to come from, so I just stand there to shield. And the keeper tries to punch the ball over the top of me and misses. And the referee gave a foul. And I said to the ref, I said to him, "What's the foul for?" And he said, "You're not allowed to touch the goalkeeper." I said, "But I, I, I didn't touch him. He touched me. Am I not allowed to stand still?" And he said, "Not if you're in the way of the keeper." That, mate, and this it, is an it, actual it, ref. This is a guy with a certificate and everything. It's, it's not some just jobber <laughs> off the street. Like, this is an actual referee. That's what they've been told. Yeah, that's
1: mental, mate. It's. I think it's crazy that a person on the ball or on the pitch who arguably, you know. Ha- Having gloves is sort of the only advantage he needs. It's it's almost like how how can you? Because you're you're the one who is gonna have the like you've got the easiest ability to jump up. Let's say the ball's coming in the air. He's got the the he's got more height than anyone else does because of the because of the length mm. of his arms. Mm. How can you possibly, you know? Handicap many more by saying that you can't touch him. It's ridiculous. And then all of a sudden, you get these crossover rules, which is what if you know the ball comes in and someone genuinely like dives over the top and there's a bit of action. It's ridiculous that you, yeah. you see it in the Premier League whenever they get touched, they can just go down for anything. It's ridiculous. No,
0: it's crazy. It's, I mean, it's a, I, I, I mean the refereeing in general is 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 mm. just falling off cliffs every day. I mean, it oh is, mate, have you I heard should...
1: about um, have you heard about Simbin's? This yeah. is coming in.
0: Oh mate, not a fan. Not fair. if you've got enough conviction, just give the guy a booking. Oh, actually, did you see what Anthony Taylor did at the weekend? No, oh, okay, yeah, good. Fair enough. Um, so he there was a, a penalty shout for Boris. Callum Hudson, odoi hit the deck. Wonder where he learned that. Um, very dramatically came up screaming, shouting. Um, referee didn't give anyone, didn't look like much to be fair. Look like one of those where there was a bit of hands, a bit of handbags, and then. I don't know, just threw himself to the floor. But replay, mm, all right, fair enough. It might be a bit of a shout. So Taylor goes over to VAR, looks at it for about a minute. Not Nothing wrong, nothing too bad. And he's like, okay, that's probably a penalty. Gives it. Lewis Dunk comes over, right, and gives him an absolute earful and like, gets right in his face and sort of bumps him, which you can't do. Yeah. As much as I don't like referees, I, I do say, you know, no player should be allowed to touch referees. So, okay, fine. Lewis Dunk bumps Taylor. Taylor gives him the yellow card. Yeah, you know, you knew what he was doing. If you look at that video, you know, he, he was getting up in him and he was he was pretty, it was pretty, it seemed pretty conscious to me that he was going to hit him a little bit. Gives him a booking. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Dunk then goes to walk away and turns around and, and just heaves verbal abuse at Taylor as he's walking away, waving his arms, refuses to like turn his back and actually talk to him. And so Taylor calls him over, gives him a booking and a red card.
1: And it was one of those moments, mate, where I was like... Oh, yeah, I did card. see Lewis Dunn got sent off, but I didn't
0: realise it was for both of those. Two yellow cards for dissent in around 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, and, and and honestly, I was kind of like, yeah, do you know what, mate? Fair enough. Like, those are the rules. If you want people to stop giving you stick,
1: start booking them. Mate, I just think it's part of the... I, I just, I've always seen it's part of the game. You know, you hear loads of people sort of saying, um, you know, it's sort of gives off the wrong message for for, for, for for the kids watching you know I feel like that's the only real reason right obviously obviously of the effect on refs but it's for me it's just always been a part of the game and obviously you can't hit them but I think one yellow card's enough you know for touching him but I think he's well within his rights to be angry think about other sports
0: and the respect that officials get in other sports think about rugby right?
1: Think about cricket. Yeah, well, in fairness, in rugby, they do a pretty good job. Well, yeah, but... but in cricket as well. But you can't...
0: They do, although, like, for example, if Joel Wilson didn't have DRS,
1: he'd be woeful. Mm.
0: Right? I mean, there's no... Yeah.
1: There's no <laughs> oh, Joel Wilson, what a bloke.
0: But, like, there is. I mean, he, he gets about
1: 60% right. I mean, I mm. could do that. Yeah. yeah it's 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 Mate, it's, tu- it's tough it, it's tough how you solve it because it seems that it seems that rugby if we're talking about rugby there's hardly any dissent on the refs because they just get all the decisions right and that's a fact if if ever you see a decision massively wrong it, it's it's always turn- I'm so rare that you see a controversial um, thing in rugby and the thing with cricket is half the time you've got the ability to make your own decision to change the umpire's decision and you're not going to take it out on the umpire and then review it you just you you're, you are in the position to change their decision and the problem with football is is there's so much uh, a grey area in these rules and they keep trying to change them and also the introduction of the var purely on the sort of rest basis of when they want to look at it is just adding to the you know the fog of... But I just think, in general, the the standard of refereeing
0: would be better if there was a bit more of a kind of respect, I, I suppose, towards the referees at times. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm innocent. Of that if, if someone gives a shocking decision against me, I'm not just going to sit there and accept it. But it, it, I think I just think one of the things you notice is that another sports referee referees better. They they maybe have a bit more time. They have a bit less pressure. Perhaps they like. And it, and it just seems to have a positive impact, that's all. And, and I think you, you make the point about the kids, and it's true, like you play junior football in England at like 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, kids are hurling abuse at referees because that's what they see on TV and everything. And it's just like, well, that's fine. But at some point, that all becomes part of the problem. Why would anyone want to ref? Yeah. But what, you, this, and this is what it means. Why would anybody want to be a football ref? Because the starting I, levels uh, are. Right, exactly, because yeah. the starting levels of it are torrid, and you just go to parks and muddy yeah. patches and get shouted at for ninety minutes. Mm. Well, that's just not worth well, the I, money. I just... The question is, what sort of people are going into oh, I... the ring? That's the problem because it's such a shitty profession. Mm. Until you're a Premier League referee, yeah. I'm a ref in the Premier League, but I wouldn't bother doing it in like the National League, for example, mm. because it's just—it's not worth it. I don't need abuse for all that time and death threats online, all this kind of crap, you know, and it, it's yeah. just. It, that, that's all I'm oh, saying it's, it's terrible they need to figure like, out, low, out as you say it's that question of like at times they deserve it because they make fucking howlers all the time and it affects people's yeah. lives and, and clubs and all this kind of stuff and so it, it's hard to decipher exactly how they improve this but I do think it's a problem because one of the reasons that the referees are so bad in England is that so few English people want to go into refereeing mm. you know can you Mate, write them- one of the hardest can you imagine yeah. if, if ex players were encouraged to go into referee? Can you imagine the, like, the, the <laughs> high level of respect but, they'd garner if they did? Yeah. Oh, know? yeah, 100%. In, instead of like someone like Jamie O'Hara retiring and then going and mouthing off on talk sport every day, if he went to ref, mm. you know what I mean, like if he refed the game, no one would give him the same level of stick. They'd treat him a, you know, a different way.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just think that's mm. that's the point I'd make is like at some stage you have to. Correct at, at you know you have to correct a situation to to build the situ like build the landscape and everything for it to improve. I yeah. think and that's the piece they're missing and, and and continuing to fail to miss. I don't think a sin bin is going to make the difference,
1: mate. I I think what you everything you've said there is completely right, and it's it's so. I think it's such. I I think it's it is one of the toughest sports going to ref. Not only but not not because of abuse, but because of. The amount of factors and the amount of sort of gray area and all the rules. Yeah, no, I, I
0: totally agree with like,
1: that. And it's and it's becoming down to like a to it's it's so it's such a sport for the ref to make their individual decision. And the problem is when you get so much abuse, you only just get a bunch of gimps. <laughs> you want a referee. Yeah. Like, and are just, just love to sort of have their own you know their their own way. And yeah, mate, it's 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 all going to pot. And I think the um the sin bin is just tipping it all off. Can you imagine, can you imagine how terrible it would make the game? Like, like even as a Chelsea fan, occasionally the other team would, might get an early red, like, and I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking then, oh great, but it's going to make the game a bit boring now. You know, they're going to, they're going to have to sit in for a bit. Can you imagine 20 minutes? Like, it's a good game. It's sort of really, you know, rallying away, end-to-end stuff. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you get a Simbin descent, 10 minutes.
0: Well, no, because you it just, know what's going to happen. It just becomes, 10 minutes, okay, okay, okay that's, ten, yeah, exactly. Ten, ten, 10 men behind the ball, 10 minutes, we'll get through it and the game's on again. And it, it, that definitely needs that. It should it just be a
1: booking. Like, have enough bottle to book people. Yeah.
0: That's, that's as simple yeah.
1: as it. Is. Well, so are you, are you saying you support what Anthony Taylor did by double booking dunk there and then. Yeah, I actually don't mind it, to be honest,
0: mate. And I respect the fact that he had enough bottle to make a decision. You know? Mm. Like, set a line. Because Mm. one thing that is for sure is that Lewis Dunk will probably think twice about doing that again. Yeah. Because as much as as he can sit there and say, I've never seen anyone do that. That's ridiculous. That's never happened before. He could have cost his team the game. And he can't argue that in the rules of the game... Anthony Taylor was in the wrong. Mm. You know, he can sit there and say, "Well, no one, no one does." I've never seen. Them. Yeah, yeah, fine. You can you can have the moral high ground, mate. But by letter of the law, he the referee followed it, and you made the error, and you're the captain. Mm. You're supposed to be it the leader is. of the team and set the example. So, I actually don't mind it. I think it. I think it sends a positive. I think you know other referees might do it now. Other players will think about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of points. I think consistency. In these decisions is where we're gonna see change. Like Lewis Dunk's one bloke.
0: No, I agree. I <laughs> you agree. 100%. Know? If you,
1: if you, if you just can get all these to make these decisions, then then we'd have then we'd have something to look forward to. No, 100%. but can you imagine mate? Can you imagine this? All right, <laughs> Daryl in the Sunday League. He's you know he's had a few beers yep. before the game, sure. and. You Know the sub bench is riled up, none of them want to go on, they're all just you know in their trench coats having a good time. And he makes a bit of a 50 50 call, the ref makes a bit of a 50 50 call. Daryl's up in arms. Can you imagine, mate, if the ref, who's let's be honest, there's probably two you know local blokes to be in the, the assistant ref, so you know, he's, there's no one to back him up, yeah. And this bloke double books Daryl, <laughs> can you imagine? What would happen, yeah, to this poor referee if he just pulls out the red card for 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 a couple of you know pretty nasty bits of dissent and then sends off the all the sub bench as well and they're <laughs> just running out and battering it would just end the game, mate.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> but it, I I know, but this is the thing, mate. Like maybe you you can't start with the Sunday League; you have got to start with the Premier
1: League. Mm. And how it bit I just, I, just mate, I think, I just think it's slowly and slowly. Obviously, I don't think we'll ever completely. It will never completely ruin football because football is just sort of special, in especially in England, in its own way. But it feels like they're grinding it down, doesn't it? Oh, like, ever since the introduction of, of VAR, it's it's oh, it's, VAR, it's just saying. got worse it's and worse, worse and worse. And everyone just looks back on the golden days, you know. As we've said many a time on this podcast. I was going to watch, like, a League 2 game. It's a good banter, you yeah. know, And just... Yeah. You know, well, that's the I'll, thing with, with that goal. I'll be honest. That goal on Sunday on, yeah, that
0: on Gonatra scored, you know, the whole comment and the commentary. oh, they are checking something, VAR. And you're like, oh, my God, they're going to yeah. chop off yeah. like the goal of the season. And you, and you just kind of sit there, and, and they didn't in the end, obviously, but it, it's just the fact that you sort of, you sit there and you go, well, like, that... That is ruining it, because if he does that and the referee immediately puts his flag up and says, no, nope, that's offside, then it's like, oh, OK, that's a shame.
1: Yeah, everyone's go. oh, my God.
0: You yeah. don't, yeah, you go, wow, imagine. You don't have that moment of, like, euphoria. And then, no, no, no taking it away. And and it's just it's just kind of one of those things, like, if you got rid of VAR, would there be a decision immediately of, like, offside or something where a goal should have been given and was disallowed and and everyone's going, well, that's why we have VAR. Yeah, of course, of course, that's just the way the world works. That would happen instantaneously. But I just think over time, it would mean that the enjoyment of the game is there. You know, it used to be, ball goes in the back of the net, looks a bit offside, Lionel's got his flag down, goal, celebrate, go mental, go wild. You know, my dad, when we went to watch the West Ham Sevilla game, didn't celebrate the second goal because um, he thought it was offside. He was convinced it was offside. And everyone's going mental. When was, well, no, was West Ham's biggest goal in decades, everyone's going mental. And and he was sort of sort of celebrating a little bit, but not really. Because he was, I think it was offside. I was offside. He was offside. No, he didn't really start celebrating again. So severe kicked the ball off. You know, and then he was like, oh my god, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't. And it's just that's the part of it where you're like, that should that's not football. That's that's ridiculous.
1: Ah, uh, it's just uh, the, the problem is like I've heard from my own house in Exeter abuse. Being thrown at the ref, and let's be honest, I'm. Uh, I, last year, I was a good, you know, ten streets down from the, from the football ground, and it's bad. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's bad, and you, you've literally got ten thousand blokes screaming at the ref, and
0: yeah,
1: it's, it's just how you strike that balance of look. If they're doing their job well, they go unnoticed, and if they're doing their job badly, they get absolutely impaled. You yeah, know, it's actually, one of those. I don't think you'll ever really stop fans from having a go, can you? I mean, fans Mm. will have a go
0: at the right decision. Yeah, that's that's the thing that is 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 true as day is that fans will have a go at the right decision, and they'll support the wrong decision if it's in their favor, and that's just humanity. You're not going to ever get rid of that. It's just more the 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 players and coaches themselves. It's like if 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 they commanded sorry if the referee commanded respect from them, I think they'd have a much better chance of of getting it from everyone else.
1: Man, I've I've got a quick question before we before we move on to you, which is: Do you think BAR has made dissent worse? Do you think it's made it more flimsy, and do you think then then the players sort of argue more for their case because they think it could get turned over? Do you think it's made think it worse?
0: Potentially, I think they, I think they make their case to the ref, and then they react aggressively if the decision goes away. That's what Lewis Dunk did. He made his case to the ref very like visually and vividly, and the ref goes, "No, go away." I'm looking at the decision. And then he gave it. And then there's the outrage. Um, mm. I don't know. I mean, I, did, I was just going to say, before we move on, actually, the, the one thing I, the one story I did want to mention from this weekend was Sergio Ramos. I don't know if you know, he's still playing over in La Liga. Playing in Spain. And um, went in for a tackle on the edge of his own box. And it looked like he sort of got the ball. The referee gives a foul. right? Gives him a booking. And it was his second yellow. So gave him a red. Now, in Spain, apparently, you're allowed to check that, I guess. So the referee goes over to the monitor. And by the way, Sergio Ramos and all the Sevilla players have been, like, pleading their innocence, like, oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. Referee goes over to the monitor, checks it. On Upon replay, it turns out, Sergio Ramos gets, like, a fraction of a piece of the ball and then absolutely clatters the guy's shin halfway up his leg, right? Studs up, horrific tackle, right? And so the ref comes back, that's yeah. the VAR sign, Gets the yellow card. Oh out, no! Waves it away. All the severe players start going,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and then he goes red card, straight red. You're <laughs> up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, that's brilliant. That that's is absolutely brilliant. Unbelievable shit, as we from from referee. There. But <laughs> I just, just just to wrap oh. up our conversation on on refereeing and VAR, a good a good moment. <laughs> refereeing could It
1: have happen to absolutely. a better Blake either. Oh, no. absolutely. Yeah. Good story, mate.
0: Yeah no appreciate it. Good that. story. Well um we'll move on. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the news today. I'm guessing you haven't because because that tends to be the way these questions go. Um
1: <laughs> Luke Donald mate two more years. Ah two more years in charge. I did see it mate. Oh, I did see it and uh what a, what a great man to to sit at the helm of Team oh, Europe. Mate,
0: that's exciting. And, um,
1: that's an exciting one. I'm I'm, pleased. Mate, I'm te- very pleased. You know yeah he's got he's got a working method and mm-hmm. uh, it's time to you know take it take it overseas. Yeah. See, see, see if he can, you know, do that it, do the moment. same job. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we're gonna win the race, <laughs>
0: America. In two years.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, he's probably yeah. crying at that point, wasn't he, McElroy? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh god. No, god. No, no, mate. she probably mean, put the same about. team. No, i will probably still be kicking out. I mean, I can't think. Maybe Rose will be on his way, but anyone else? Dude, yeah, you, well, I, I think, I think Rose, I then. think Rose hang hung, hung, hung his rider cup. It was great Friday to see him gear play, up,
0: I think. play a genuine role though this year. Mm. I really enjoyed
1: that. So yeah, make a few big, big parts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That we, we talked about it in the, yeah. the Ryder Cup podcast, but that part you made on the first day in the afternoon session
1: to mm-hmm.
0: prevent America yeah. from getting a full pull. That was just insane, man. That was such a good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, such, yeah. A good such a good part. Mm. No, such he,
1: a likable yeah. guy, Jay Ray, as well. So yeah. someone who, who who Europe or not? I would be heavily supporting to yeah win absolutely. win. Maybe it's oh, quite quite similar to do Luke that.
0: Donald in many respects. I just imagine he's a mm. he's for a for Ryder Cup captain at some point in the future. They got I mean yeah, hundred percent. You you got Luke Donald has done well. I mean presumably they, I mean if he wins again, does he do it again? I don't know. That's an interesting question. But you, you look at that generation of players and you've got you know Rose and Poulter and Westwood, Sergio, all those guys who you know, have done with their playing career now. I'd be interesting to see if they're given the chance to be captain. I, I would quite like to see as well. I'd love to see Henrik Stenson get the chance to actually do it again at some point because I do feel a bit sorry for him the way that all turned out with with he got caught up in the wrong time of that live debate and got in trouble. And then mm-hmm. other players sort of have seemed to get away with it just to a touch. So mm-hmm.
1: um do you think I I'll be interested to hear your view on um on on Polter. Do you think he could ever do you think he could captain despite his his, his live antics? Do you think that's well, that's, that's the on the point, cards? I, I guess when it, is it going comes to forget, around. You know? They're
0: gonna to have to forget and forgive. I mean, sorry, no, forgive and forget. No, yeah, there you go. Um the, the the thing is like you look at like allegedly Ram is is talking about a six hundred million dollar live contract. Well, if John Ram signs that deal, there's no way they're gonna go, right, we'll see, you, mate. Yeah. Right, no, no it exactly. It doesn't make any sense, and, and at some point, they're just going to have to find a way of of getting over that. When I was talking to a mate of mine the other day as well. At some point, all the best players in Europe played on the European tour, and then they all buggered off to America to make more money, right?
1: Yeah. Ah, I see what you mean here.
0: It? It's just it's just funny. That's what, that's all what I'll
1: say. Is... It is funny. I think I think maybe maybe you could argue the uh, the origin of the money is is quite a big point but that's and we've it before though haven't we
0: you want to tell me that american money all comes from charity causes and stuff yeah Yeah. i mean i mean mean, it's it's less
1: i think i think i think also a big argument is is the country usa is is you know it's up to date on on human rights whereas i think also a factor of saudi arabia well not not just saudi arabia but countries that have you know contributed to live golf it's it's more it's more less less where the money comes from but 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 the blokes who supply the money you know that sort of sure. thing
0: sure i mean I, I i totally i i see your point there and and i said i just i just think it's one of those it's one of those amusing things is all i'll say is that people try so hard to turn it into an ideological debate and a political thing because yeah. the facts of it don't actually make any sense mm. you know you used to have it's to make, to, apply to play in europe to be on the European Rider yeah. Cup, you seem to somehow be able to get around that now. You know, well, yeah. if that's the if, case, it's then it...
1: similar to mate. We, we had a we had a similar argument about. Um, uh, it was actually it, it might have been at the at the at the start of the Saudi Arabia football league when they're sort of taking away all the players. I remember you yeah. making a point to me, I think outside of the podcast, that when the Premier League, you know, started getting up and running. This is exactly what we did you know we took all the best players in the world paid them the big bucks yeah. and they came flooding in and, and and you know people from different countries be saying oh how, how can they do this take away all our good players you know they're ruining football yeah. in our country well it's, it's just on so, a cellular
0: basis instead of instead of a country backing a bunch of teams we had countries backing one team so instead of instead of the Saudi Arabian investment people being able to fund Twenty teams in a league to be able to go and poach a bunch of players. They just came in, bought Man City, and they did it. And they bought Newcastle, and they mm. did. it. And some American guys went Man United, and they do it. And and it's just to a certain point, you just go, well, yeah, that, that's all great, and we can sit here and pretend we're better than everyone else. But what? Where does the money that funded Chelsea and and Man City suddenly popping up with with bags of money come? You know, it's it's just it's it's just hypocrisy in many respects. I mean, West Ham's owner made his money selling porn. Well. All right, he's English, but you can't call that a fucking wonderful profession by any means, you know. So it's just—it's just funny. It's like a lot of these guys don't make their money doing the most nice and clean yeah. and wonderful things.
1: Like thats how it goes. Yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, debate, which is pretty hard to gain any side on, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like totally. sort of totally. wrong wrongs on both sides. Yeah, but um, we 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 started talking about golf and we ended up talking about football. So I'll we'll bring it back to the golf. And um, mate, have you seen he's returning this week to the PGA Tour? Uh, that Zalatoris guy. Well, oh, as well as Will Zalatoris, <laughs> oh Tiger, Tiger Woods, <laughs> Will Zalatoris is the first mate that comes to mind. Yeah, no, good player. <laughs> Yeah, but no. Tiger Woods is making his comeback, and uh, in in proper Tiger Woods fashion. I don't know if you saw the press conference. They ask him, um, really, really tough. Do you really think he can? Tough conditions, tough, uh, really, really tough conditions really, in there, man. Really tough. I feel good. Um, feel good. but think, he thinks he can go forward and, and win the tournament. And he wouldn't be entering the tournament, you know, knowing Tiger as well as I do uh, know him.
0: That's his stock line, isn't it?
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, yeah. I wouldn't be entering the tournament if I didn't think I could win it. So, that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, mate that that poor that poor bloke. I've seen the interview so many times when Tiger just came on the scene, and this random guy just goes, "You'll learn, mate." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tiger just comes out and says, "Yeah, oh, I, got... I want to win a tournament this year, in my debut year. I I, I, can, I can win the tournament next week." And he just goes, "Yeah, you'll learn, mate." Yeah, got on the wrong side <laughs> so of that just one. Later. <laughs> yeah, unlucky. <laughs> I, mate, I, funny enough, I didn't see him interview any other people after that. You know,
0: no, uh, don't recognize him. I
1: mm, not either. a name that not a name that but, uh, a bell that bloke. You have to say. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow! It's it's a pleasure to be here for those kind of statements, mate. Yeah, no, um, mate, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. yeah. Thank you very much. That's what I told um, him, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's all> scripted, <laughs> mate. Um, so, mate, I'd like to move on to a um a sad note. I think you know, uh, it's 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 been a it's been a tough week for many because. F1 season has ended, mate. I'm I'm gutted. Oh, yeah, the F1 season has ended, and um, no, it, it ended on a, on a fitting way. Max Verstappen <laughs> taking the crown for the nineteenth time, I believe, and um, this season, and, and bringing an end to a season that was brilliant, enthralling. <laughs> some would say enthralling to watch, and um, I'd like to say, well done. Congrats to Max Verstappen on a breaking a record, yeah. and um, in in addition to this, I I sent you a message earlier the week, didn't I, mate? About um, talk of Hamilton moving to to Red Bull. You know, we don't often pay much attention to Formula One, but I think that would make quite a quite an interesting season.
0: Yeah, it would mate. Yeah. I'd I watch that.
1: That would be rather entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch the first few laps, and then I'd maybe you know fuck off for watch few, the highlights. Watch the last couple of yeah. Games. <laughs> Because, uh, however, however good that sports sport gets, um, I don't think I'll be able to watch it for three hours. Oh, no, actually, I'm quite
0: looking forward to being back at Christmas in the pub with all the boys and being able to ask them, "What did you boys think of the F1 this season?" It was, it was really <laughs> interesting, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Oh, mate! Great season. Great you season. Know. That battle for seven. You know that Monaco. You know that that battle for eight. up there, mate. You oh know. my god, man! They, they were the big moments. Oh, they were the big the best moments. Of time. Really the names,
0: One of the yeah. best. One of the very best. Oh man. <laughs> Uh it's it's, it's just, good to it's good to it's, really hear. It's the fact too, mate, that with F1, you, you you don't even find yourself sitting there going, Holy shit, Max Verstappen is otherworldly. Because he like, mm. he's just always got the best car. Oh no. He's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's got the best car, he's driving a machine that's just superior to everyone else in every possible way. Yeah. Of course he's gonna win. You know, I was like at least when Tiger Woods was doing his thing, when he was winning everything, it was like we are yeah. witnessing sporting greatness mm. in front of our very yeah. eyes with this yeah. happening you don't really Mate. get and that's one of the reasons why i still wouldn't wouldn't watch it well as he's dominating because you don't get that feeling of this is unbelievable this is truly you know this yeah. is impressive. this
1: is the very best and Mate, it's, it's about, you, you get it with every other sport you yeah. get those moments where you just gobsmacked you know yeah. you know like
0: jokovic or, or federer whoever winning another grand slam it's not boring really it's like wow unbelievable yeah. you know and, and, and that's the yeah. thing that is so sad about the way F1's been set up is that you just don't have that if everyone was driving the same car and he was doing what he's doing you'd be like this is this is just absurd
1: mm. you know yeah. can you imagine in the same it's car he wins he wins 19 out of 20 22 whatever it was yeah it'd be ridiculous
0: it'd be, it'd be otherworldly it really would that'd be the yeah. only way for it yeah. and, and that's the point yeah. and I'd have watched really it <laughs> yeah no, but you, you like, for example, I would have watched that last race. I'd have watched it. And yeah. just as a person who who's always loved sport and, and that kind of stuff, you, you, I'd have watched it for the element of like, well, this is, this is, this could be the best era of F, you know, this could be the best season of F1 ever. And I want to be able to tell people I watched it, you know, that kind of thing. You know, that's, yeah. it's just sad, really. You can't sit there and say, yeah. that was one of the best individual seasons of Formula One of all time because you know I can't tell you about I don't know you can't tell all the cars are cars are different so
1: doesn't really matter you know and and one of the worst things is I I asked one of my mates who's a little bit of an F1 fan I was like mate thoughts on Hamilton going to Red Bull and he just goes oh that won't happen mate and I I asked him why and he sort of goes that they're obviously the best team Red Bull and it's almost like it's not in the interest of their business to be able to have, to have two drivers battling it no. out. And it they just, just proves the that. complete point of how bad F1 is that yeah. they won't, they've got the two best cars and they won't have the two best drivers because no, they're exactly. worried about their business. They're exactly. It doesn't actually make sense their it, car.
0: It makes more sense for them to have Verstappen just whipping everyone. And then you've got the other fella who must be pretty crap, honestly. Him sort of just <laughs> yeah. sweeping up some podiums. It makes more sense. It makes far. It's far easier for them if they have two people who want to win the race. Then their race control and everything is a fucking nightmare.
1: You know. Mm. It's. I said yeah, it's. the it's, it's ridiculous. We should um, be singing his praises. It won't happen. Unfortunately, no. it won't happen. But um, yeah. I'd like. I'd like to see even cars, please. Yep. Yeah. Put them in the same
0: car, and we can see you can actually drive quickly. That's. To me, a fairly basic idea. But yeah. it's amazing when you talk it's to people one about how impossible that would be and how ridiculous mm-hmm. that is. But um you know, at some stage you just you just can't can't help it. You can't help people.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Um, but hey, you know, that's 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 their problem and they, they can they can deal with it. The fact that their sport is about as boring as it could possibly be. Um, you know, that's what you can do. Well, mate, that that sound, that sound can only mean one thing.
1: I heard something. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's time for a, a spanner in the works, mate. What does it mean? By the front of the pub podcast, that's what it means. <laughs> why, did
1: you, why did you take such a deep breath in for that? It's time, <laughs> it's time to go. No,
0: no but, um, uh, yeah, no, no, it's 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 time for one of our top segments I think we've done it once um a spanner in the works Uh, essentially this is just exactly what it sounds like us sort of giving giving a couple of examples hopefully ones that you haven't already come across such as the very basic ones we gave earlier um but but just you know kind of kind of giving giving people or groups of people organizations maybe that just something has gone a bit wrong this week and someone's just just kind of Mm. placed a spanner in the works somewhere and um, as mm-hmm. always, mate, Charlie, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first um, for you to lead us off. What have you got? Well, for
1: you? well, you, think, you see, what I'm thinking is, you know, it always starts with me. Okay. So, uh, so, so today, why don't we start with you, mate? All right. Yeah. While
0: well, you figure <laughs> out your nomination, I him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good prep, mate. Good prep. Yeah. So, yeah, well, cheers,
1: mate. But, you know, just <laughs> about you.
0: Well, mate, I, I um, I, I heard a story this week of a um a plane going from Stansted to America, America where there was a slight spanner thrown into the works on board. And um, oh, the spanner was that at 13,000 feet, the crew on the plane figured out that two of the windows were missing.
1: <laughs> where were these windows? Do you know?
0: Well, apparently this plane was used for a photo shoot the week before and whoever was in charge of that had uh had taken the windows out and not put them back in and um so these people come along it was a crew of three and six passengers so you've got nine people on the plane um so you know it's it's not not a not a, not a big group and the point was they, they were all placed in the middle and no one noticed that at the back of the plane, there were some windows missing. And then apparently a couple of passengers realized as the, as the plane was taking off, it's like, it's a bit colder than normal, isn't it? A bit louder than normal. What's going on here? Didn't say anything. Mate. And they get to about 13,000 feet and uh, became aware of the fact, because it was freezing, that the uh, couple of windows were just were just sort of wide open. No pressure in the cabin. Uh, oh, luckily, it. the plane was able to, to land without any, any serious issues, but... As you're flying from uh, England to London, you can imagine that the windows being missing is a pretty severe spanner in the works, mate. Mm.
1: No, no, absolutely, mate. Mm. Um, wow. Did they? Uh, did they manage to? You know, land safely.
0: I do believe they didn't, didn't note any fatalities or injuries? So I should wow. imagine
1: that everything wow. ended up. Well, okay. well, hats off to the pilot, mate. Really, you know, mm. or maybe no, not hats off because you, you'd think you know maybe a good pilot would notice one of these things, you know, a, a slight drop, drop in pressure, maybe. No, I agree. You, I, wonder, just... I wonder. I wonder, I wonder what would happen there. You know, if you get high enough, surely the pressure is 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 high enough that you know things would start getting.
0: I think yeah. So I think thirteen thousand feet is okay, because I think if the pressure really? is lost in the cabin then what the pilot does is he drops to a certain altitude and then you're okay. Because I think like, you know, like okay. oxygen tanks on planes. I, I always always had the the imagine in my head that oxygen masks on planes would be good for like hours. It's not, it's like 10 minutes. And the point is, it's basically mm. it's supposed to be long enough so that the pilot can drop from where it's no pressurized down to where it's okay. And that's probably why. Ah. Gonna...
1: Yeah. Mm. I was going to wow. guess. Yeah. Well, fair play. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Good, good spanner in the works there, mate. Thank you. And um have you
0: got one to arrive yeah, at?
1: that? Hopefully no one got sucked out. Well, mm-hmm. uh, um I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the uh, a short span of the works, which was a video I saw the other day. And um <laughs> it's actually it's actually it was spanner the works for a um for a deer.
0: Okay.
1: I saw I saw a deer drinking from a water hole. Right. And uh, <laughs> One of the most incredible things I've ever seen, actually. Like this that. sort of, Kom- you know, Komodo dragon, you know what they look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sort of wanders up behind him. And then, I kid you not, bites on the top of the deer and then just swallows it in one. Mental. So, yeah, bit of a bit of a spanner. bit of a spanner, yeah, in, of a spanner in the, the deer, world mate. because the deer died, yeah. Yeah, good yeah, yeah. They, they. i the definition of a star works. You know, there'll be something where something goes wrong, and yeah. uh, something went wrong for the deer there, and he ended up getting swallowed. Well, to be fair, he might be still alive, just sort of chilling in the stomach. You Ooh, know, yeah, but um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. No. Um. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, in my I- scrambling around to find a late nominee, I remembered the video I saw.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> well, I think I think that is probably an indication that we've run out of material for this week, mate. And um,
1: <laughs> probably time to sign yeah. off. I, I used it all up. I a used it all up talking man. about you know, Verstappen.
0: Yeah, oh, clearly, mate. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's new content. So,
0: good job, the listeners. Heard that one before. Yeah. But um, yes, it's. Uh, I tell you, mate. It's 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 a week. This next time we talk to each other will be December, which is exciting um good 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 month december to be fair um so looking forward to that getting to look a lot like Christmas. it is just a touch just a touch and um Mm -hmm. we will be back very soon very shortly with with some more great content for you um as always please give us the likes the five star reviews share the podcast with everyone you know and um i'd say once again i'd say follow the social medias but we don't really have anything on there thanks to our Uh, wonderful corrective creative director.
1: yeah 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 Found yeah no, well yeah the head of marketing's got a lot going on in a minute so. right okay all <laughs> so, oh, right okay that's nice, so, you that. know he's just trying to juggle his he's got some he's just Spanish trying to juggle it? his uh his fanners. yeah no exactly yeah exactly well no, said no, you could,
0: i could have been a bit of myself i'm sure i'm sure absolutely yeah. yeah all right then uh charlie i'll uh i'll see you in a week's time and um to everyone else out there enjoy your week hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. the podcast and i'll see you soon Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, for yes. John, cheers, mate. We'll mm. see
1: you. Cheers, cheers mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. cheers.